0: If you look at the landscape of your life and you feel like "Mm, my whole family did this one thing or my whole family only rose to this one level and nobody went any further and yet you have aspirations to go further, then it's time for you to have these conversations. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jagway, the author of God's Perfect Size, a former food addict turned food freedom gospel advocate. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your weight loss goals. Hey, GPS fam. So this week, I want to talk with you about your dreams and your goals. In our household, we have a saying. started with my husband, but ever since the kids were little, he would always say, dream big. And you could probably find him anywhere at any time. And you're going to see in his space, there's a saying on the cup or on a wall that says, dream big. It's been part of our family motto for so long. It just feels normal to dream big. I want to share with you something that we do in our household in case it will inspire you and it will also help change the trajectory of your family and your family's future. So one of the things that we do, we started doing it just a while ago, but we started meeting with our kids, having family business meetings, and we have a topic or something that we want to discuss, maybe a a leadership thought that we want to break down and have time to meditate over as a family. And we also bring our Bibles because we always want it to line up with scripture. So if maybe the leadership topic is talking about how to manage teams successfully, then we use scripture to look up how to treat others. And then we marry the two together. And then we talk about what that would look like in business. And the reason we're having these meetings is because we want to normalize having conversations around what it means to be successful as a believer. And I feel like that's something that's not done all the time. Um, It might be something that's happening in your household, in which case you can go ahead and you can switch this off or you can just hang out and listen and even come into the Facebook group and share your thoughts around this topic and hit the areas that I may miss in this episode. I would love to hear from you. But back to the topic. So we have been having these leadership meetings, and we talk about what it looks like to be successful. And we cover a myriad of things. As we're having these meetings, we'll come with maybe a podcast that we heard that week, a business podcast, or maybe one of us read in one of our business readings and we got a revelation in something that we read that week. So we bring it to the table to discuss. So why am I here? And what does this have to do with you? Well, I want to share this with you because I want us to get a group around us and make it normal to talk about success. So here's the thing. Someone asked me this week, is it okay for Christians to have money? And I remember having that question myself. Like, it's crazy that we think as Christians that we have to be poor, that we should not have resources, and that we should go homeless and hungry in the streets. I don't know where we got that broken concept of a loving God. I don't know how we got that concept. Maybe we thought that when we read the scripture about being careful of the love of money, we made that equate to. We shouldn't have money. But that's not what that scripture is talking about. That scripture is talking about that we should not have a heart, a pursuit of mammon. We should not serve money. Money should serve the Christian. The Christian should not serve money. That is what that scripture is talking about. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have money to take care of your family. There's actually a scripture that says it's sinful if a man doesn't take care of his family first. God does not like when we don't take care of our children or we. We don't have the means to take care of our children. Scripture also teaches us that we shouldn't be lazy. And he says, look at the ant, you sluggard. What are we working towards? Like if we're supposed to keep working and we get paid for working, we're supposed to have that resource, that intake, and then give a part of it to God. That's a whole nother topic, the breaking and, and blessing. Like that's for you. But we honor God with our money so that it'll be blessed. So we have these business meetings and we sit and talk with the children so that we make it normal to talk about business things, to have conversations that are elevated in nature so that they can think and see themselves in positions maybe that they never thought possible in their lives and that. They also will have a spirit of excellence as they go out into the workforce or as they start their own companies, whatever it is that God is calling them to, even if it's missionary work. They have a spirit of excellence when they go out there and they have a foundation of the language around business And understanding the language that is required when you're sitting at a table in a board meeting. So, we're making these conversations normal. I know this is not our typical GPS episode, but I thought I would bring it to you because I know that if I personally didn't grow up this way and didn't have these conversations and they weren't a normal part of my life, in case there's someone out here listening, One of you, my faithful listeners, who never even thought of the fact that you can have these conversations with your children so early on, maybe this will be something that you can now add to your family time and it will be beneficial for everyone. I want us to have these conversations around business and money and make it normal for everyone. And if you didn't grow up that way, then you're going to be the change maker in your family and you're going to start. So where do you start? I simply started at the library. Like years ago, I would just go get some free books and I would read these books. I even read like Business for Dummies and I perused that and I wrote down some points. I read, I think one of the earliest books I read was Rich Dad Poor Dad. I know a lot of you out there have read that. I read Rich Dad Poor Dad because I didn't know what I didn't know about money. Like I just didn't know. I didn't know how to make it grow. I didn't know how to hold on to it. I just didn't know. And so I went to the people who seem to know how to do it and I wanted to learn from them and that was absolutely free to me. So if you're looking for a place to start, start at your library, start at your local library. It's such a phenomenal way for your family to bond, but to also bond with a purpose and make sure you're bringing your Bible into it because a lot of these books can steer you in the wrong path so that you do become consumed with success and money. But if you bring the two together together, And you say, well, what does God have to say about that? And you look up his word. Then you can ensure that you're better aligned with the Father's will. When you're pursuing business, you're better aligned with the Father's will. When you're making deals and how to be fair and not have unequally weighted balances, that just means you're trying to make a deal that only benefits you and and really is harmful to the other person. You don't want to do that because God is going to be there watching in the midst of that deal, and he's going to be the defender of the one who, who got cheated. So we want to make sure we're lining up what we're learning in these books with the word of God, and we want to make sure that we're opening our children's minds to higher ways of thinking, better ways of thinking. It doesn't have to just end with what you learned as a child. If you look at the landscape of your life and you feel like "Mm, my whole family did this one thing or my whole family only rose to this one level and nobody went any further and yet you have aspirations to go further, then it's time for you to have these conversations. So what if you don't have a family to sit down and have these conversations with? Well, the other thing I did was I created a course it's not for sale. So, this is not a sales pitch, but I created a course that I could then sit with some coworkers on my job and we could have these discussions. So, if you don't have a group, make a group. It's just as simple as that. If you don't have a family to sit and have these conversations with, then go out and find yourself some friends and bring them together under the mindset that you are going to better yourselves and you're going to challenge one another. You know, scripture says, as iron sharpens iron. And that means that as you become sharp, you sharpen someone else when you share with them. And as they become sharper, they sharpen you as they share with you. So you're going to sharpen and polish one another by sharing the knowledge and the wisdom that you gain. So work together, find a group. If you already have a family or a group, then you can do that. If you want to do both, then do both. I did both. I mean, because it's hard for me to learn new things and not share with other people who may not know, especially y'all, you know, I'm a teacher, so teachers are always like looking for that way to make a little extra money because somehow it just is not always enough. And I thought, why do the same things over and over again, only just to have enough to pay the bills? Why not find ways to grow our finances so that we can retire well and then maybe even buy some investment property someday. So I wanted us to have bigger goals than always chasing just the next little job that only will give you just a little bit to pay the bills. So if you're tired of doing that, if you're tired of just chasing a little bit of money just to pay the bills, maybe it's time for you to think outside the box, make yourself a group and start thinking together what you could do to rise up It works so much better in a group than it ever does by yourself. You can start by yourself, but you don't want to stay there. You want to actually have somebody come in and challenge you and maybe share perspectives with you that you hadn't even thought of. And it works for your weight loss and your health as well. Maybe somebody can come in and you work in a group. And this is a shameless plug, but God's Perfect Size has the workbook so that you can work together. You buy the book and the workbook and you create a group around it because it's so much easier when we do things in partnership with friends and in community. It's so much better for us. It's so much richer. It helps us to be accountable and it holds us to the task at hand. And it makes it so that we can push each other on when one of us feels weak. That's the beauty of learning in community. So whether you're sitting in, a, in your home learning about finances and business with your family and your children, or you're, you're doing the workbook in the book, God's Perfect Size, and you're working in a community and you're praying together and you're creating workout groups together and you're spurring each other on towards your goals, it's going to be so much richer if you do it in community. Well, I'm so grateful that I had your attention for this amount of time. Thank you for joining in this week. I pray that you are being blessed by this content. I would love to hear from y'all. If you have not joined our Facebook group, go ahead and do that. It's God's Perfect Size, and you can come in that group and share your thoughts. We need some active members who are willing to share their testimonies and who are willing to ask questions and even willing to put out there what they've been learning and sharing their expertise. I love when we work together and work in a community and we are building each other up in our most holy faith. Is there a greater way to be than just to be? in the body together, moving as one. It's such a beautiful blessing. So join the Facebook community group if you haven't. I want to hear your thoughts on having business meetings with your children. And yes, you can start in elementary school. You can start early. It should be a normalized conversation where your children are hearing you talk about business concepts. It's not something they have to wait for. And you can make the language on their level. But listen, if you don't start, they won't get it. So start now. All right, y'all, that's the end of this episode. I thank you for joining me and I'll catch you in the next one. Be blessed.